You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Happy Friday. Hope everybody's doing well. Today we got a great episode here. We've got uh, Mustache MMA in the building ready to talk to us about the fight card this weekend. We'll touch on some March Madness stuff first, of course, for yesterday's games. How about those games, man? And of course, we'll talk about tonight's games, upcoming games. Uh, SteadyPicks.com, completely free to sign up. Sign up today. Best bets from myself, Ricky, Donnie, Mustache MMA, and of course the Steady Picks system play. It's all completely free, so sign up today. And most importantly, check out the new YouTube channel for Steady Picks, which is called Steady Picks on YouTube. Uh, we've got some new content uploaded there. It'll be really exciting. Um, we got the studio set up. And we're going to be posting all kinds of stuff for uh, the Masters, the NFL Draft, the baseball season. You name it, we're going to be there doing something for it. So check that out on YouTube. It's Steady Picks. Please subscribe to that as we're trying to kind of get that up to par with the rest of our uh, rest of the outlets that we have. So please subscribe and like that. And thank you so much in advance. Uh, Ricky, how are we doing this morning? Good morning. Good morning, Tom. Doing right well, early. my man. How about them Razorbacks? Beautiful. It was just beautiful. And we do the show early, so you were up pretty late. Uh, and here you are. So love it. Yep, yep. And let's bring in our guest, Sean from Mustache MMA. Uh, we'll bring him in. Sean, how are you today? This morning, I should say. This early morning. Yo, fellas. Feeling good on a Friday, man. Uh, ready for the weekend. Ready for some uh, some more sports, man. It just feels like Love there's it. so much going on right now, which is which is just wonderful. Um, Sean, mustache, mm-hmm. real quick. Didn't get a chance to thank you last weekend. You made me quite a bit of coin on that uh, London UFC card. So well done, my man. I appreciate the great picks. Uh, yeah, man, you're welcome. I, I killed that card, man. I've been killing March in general. I'm up over like 13 units in March, so uh, roll, wow. rolling into it uh, this last card, man, in March. That man, is hot. wonderful month. And here's the thing, like people, the first like month and whatever when you were doing this and you were like breaking even every card, people are looking at it like, oh, no, what are we, got? What are we doing? But it just takes time. The process is sound. And it just takes time to kind of get there. And the one thing I will say, Ricky, and like, I think I, from talking to me, like, you'd think 
that I think I know everything, but quite the opposite. I feel like I don't know anything. So when I have the opportunity to like follow somebody who's spending so much time on something like you're, you are just flat out ignorant to not listen or at least consider what they're saying. That's one of the things I think people just, sorry, I'm going into a tangent, but in sports betting in general, like you always want to make the picks yourself, right? It feels better when I made the pick and it won. It doesn't feel as good if I take mustache MMA's pick and it wins. But what we have to understand is like there's people out there in all sports that spend a lot more time on it than you, and it's okay to listen to them. That's why like steady picks as a whole is around. Like it's okay. We spend a lot more time looking at this stuff and crunching numbers than you do or will. And that's okay. And the same thing for the UFC. So anyway. I just think that's an interesting conversation. Thanks. I'm glad you're doing well. Oh, yeah. Appreciate the props there, man. And and just to add on to that, I mean, sometimes when I'm looking at my plays and, you know, I have a couple bets targeted, but I may be, you know, a little bit on the fence on them. You know, I actually have a couple guys that I like to listen to in on and uh, get a little bit of extra, you know, insight and background and, you know, if they're on them and they like them heavily too, you know, then I end up, you know, pulling the trigger on those. But it's always good to get second opinions on on anything because there are potential things that even though I watch, you know, a lot of tape and a lot of, um, you know, these MMA fights, um, you know, there are things that, that I could miss. Beautiful. Beautiful. Let's jump into the college basketball games, though, before we get carried away with the UFC. Last night, four games, TV schedule, horrendous, but we're not going to talk about that. That's not what we're here to do. Two games at 7, two games at 10, it's a joke. Same thing tonight. Let me ask you guys this real quick. Which games did you end up watching? So, like, obviously you could have started off with Gonzaga and Arkansas before you had to make a decision, but... Which game in the early slate did you guys watch more? And which game in the late slate did you guys watch more? I didn't watch any of the late slate uh, because it's just too late. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't start a game at 10 o'clock. It goes till midnight. Like that. I, come on. That's fair. It was late. It was late. How about you, Mustache? You, you gravitate toward any of these? Nah, man. I don't know why. I guess I just kind of forgot that they were on yesterday. Um, I, I didn't too watch busy a, a in the UFC. second of... March Madness. Too busy in the UFC. Uh, That's what we like to hear. Hey, he's UFC working. Guy. He's working. Yeah. Um, um, I don't want him watching right. this stuff. Go watch UFC. No. <laughs> um, Just no, but the, the Gonzaga game was really, really good. I enjoyed watching that very much. Really good game. I had a pretty sizable bet on the under uh, by the time it tipped. Like one of the bigger bets that I've ever made on the under in that game. Um, so, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Good job. Good job, my man. The under was never in doubt the whole way. That was a uh, an easy cash, but that game just in general, guys, what a, what a just, like, entertaining, tight game the whole way. I mean, this Arkansas team is so scrappy. That guy, J.D. Note, Tom, I'm, I'm sure you watched. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if I've ever seen such a wild card in college basketball that can make an unbelievable play when the odds are stacked against him, but also just plays kind of like reckless and throws up crazy shots too that sometimes go in. But uh, he's a show. I like that guy. Yeah, I do too. Very much. Um, are there any, sorry, are there any plays for today that you are making, Ricky? We've got four games, St. Peter's, Purdue, Providence, Kansas, UNC, UCLA, Iowa State, Miami. Are there any plays you're making for today? There's one. You're going to hate it, Tom. But I am backing Shaheen Holloway and the St. Peter's Peacocks, baby. I'll take the 12 and a half. And I believe this Purdue team will allow St. Peter's to hang in the game like they've done with most other teams recently. This team is 9-0 straight up against the spread in their last nine games. For anybody who watched uh, their coach, I keep struggling with this guy's name, Shaheen Holloway's interview last night. Tom, I love this guy. This team has no fear whatsoever in them. Uh, I'm, I'm sold. I'm on the Peacocks. Interesting. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Um, I don't. I don't hate it because I think Purdue's overrated, but so be it. There they are. I have no plays on the games today. But what I do want to talk about real quick before we get into the UFC is tomorrow's games. The lines are up for that from the games last night. Arkansas and Duke, Duke's laying three and a half is the line right now. And then Houston, Villanova, Houston's laying two and a half. Do you have any initial thoughts on those lines? What's that, Uh, I'm just marinating a second. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll give you my first opinion. I think um, Duke... Laying three and a half is a good spot. I think Arkansas, look, what they did last night was impressive. But I think I think I was wrong about Duke. I think I was really, really wrong about Duke. I think they're a very good team. I think they're gonna be able to take through take care of this. I make this minus four. So I don't have a huge edge here, uh, as opposed to the numbers, like half a point. Um, but I still th- I feel very strongly about Duke. And then Houston-Villanova, I don't know what to do because I wanted to back Houston very badly in this game. Like, this was a slam dunk take Houston. But I honestly thought that they might be a pick or a half a point. Like, dogs even. Like, I did not expect them to be two-and-a-half-point favorites against Villanova. I'm like to say impressed is an understatement with that Houston team. They suffer injuries. They lose guys. They are just so athletic and they, they're so well coached. Tom, they, they play D they, they do it all. I, I could see why they are favored. And I think like, I'm pretty sure they took Arizona wire to wire. As a matter of fact, I don't think Arizona ever led in that game. Um, so, <laughs> I could see your concerns, but then again, 
if you look at Villanova, Tom, and those like the Kempom boxes that we always like to check on the offensive and defensive efficiency, they've got the coach who's made the Sweet 16 run. Um, they've got all the things that we looked for all along in in a team that's gonna potentially win the win the dance. So keep your eye on Nova, man. I'm standing by them. And here's what I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm actually going to place the bets right now. I'm actually going to do a two-unit play on Houston minus one and a half on points bet. It's the best number in the market. Shop around. You can always find this stuff. Minus one and a half on Houston over at points bet. We're going to take that for two units. And then if I can find a good number in the Duke game, like the line, I think that's going to move too. Um, DraftKings already has a four and a half, a lot of four. So I'm actually going to take the three and a half here too. Lay three and a half with Duke. The line's going to move towards Duke. No doubt. So I'm locking in two plays, a unit on Duke minus three and a half and two units on the Houston Cougars minus one and a half at points bet. If if you want to put that two unit bet through the Ricky sports book, you just know my door's open, Tom. I'll take Nova all day. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. Fair well then you better <laughs> Maybe a little side bet game right there. You better bet it now though if you want you want to get two and a half or something, because it's coming to one and a half. Yeah, I gotta dig into that. Also, last last note on today's games, I kinda like Providence too, Tom. Getting seven and a half points. This team has been a cash cow as an underdog all season. Um, I don't know. You think Kansas is that seven and a half points better here? I make the number seven. So I'm right there. Okay. I didn't show much. Interesting. Much of an edge. Um, Okay. Yeah. Kansas. One one note about them, they haven't been great this season covering spreads north of five points. This is north of five points, so this has been a really good spot to fade Kansas. I don't but know if I buy into that, truthfully. I kind of do, to Actually, be honest. Actually, I definitely don't. Past results are not predictive of the future. I know nobody wants to well, hear that, but past what results it's saying, are not Tom, predictive. Is it's just saying Kansas doesn't typically win by a wide a wide margin against good competition. It's usually it's usually a tight game where they lose. Right, but it's looking to the past season to say, oh, when it's like this, this is their record. And generally, historical numbers don't predict the future. So just because something has happened. Previously doesn't mean it's more likely to happen now. A wise man once told me, Tom, the best way to predict the future is to look at the past. Strongly disagree. We're going to have to have, that'll be a whole episode. <laughs> yeah. In many things in life, maybe. Maybe that's the answer. But yeah, that's sure a deep conversation for another day. And we got... Mustache over here getting ready to roll his eyes. Like, where is this conversation about to go? 
Well, that's not to scratch about. my head, Tom. I mean, I thought you were a data guy. What, what's wrong with the past data? That's how you. That's how you figure out the edges, right? Data right? is great. That's what I'm saying. No, Mustache. Data is great. You have to use it properly. Straight up past results do not predict the future. That's a statistical fact. But can you manipulate that that data to be what you want, like to to make it predictive? Is what I'm saying. Okay. Like I, I can get behind that. I might have to pick at you another day on this time. I mean, I don't know. Look but... up, please. I'll tell you to do this before we have that conversation. Please spend an hour today and just search around, search that around the internet, and just read different, like, um, you, you know how you can read, um universities like their papers that they post on the university people have written really really good things about this so spend an hour and read that and search that and read real websites about it and then let's have that conversation because i think i'm not saying it doesn't predict the future but i'm saying it's not very predictive it's not very predictive to look back and say oh they're this record like at home means that they're going to continue to have that record at home. That's not true. Fair enough. I'll, I'll do some digging, my man. I'll, I'll put in the time. Um, by the way, I just pulled up the UFC card here. Mm-hmm. Chris Dawkins is a plus 310 dog? Yes, sir, we'll get man. to that. We'll get to that. That's the main man. fight, isn't it's it? No joke. Yeah, this is the first time I pulled these lines up. Shit. I'll leave it to mustache from here as we dig in, but damn. Did so, not realize he was that big of a dog. Mustache obviously doing really well lately. Walk us through a little bit about like what you're really are you picking off certain fighters that you really like? Are you just going fight down the board like straight from the top to the bottom? Or do you look at all the names and kind of like get curious about one of the matchups over another initially? Yeah, so I'd say kind of as I'm watching tape throughout the week, I'll kind of lean on or I'll definitely like love certain fighters. And even in my mind, I'll think, okay, I like this fighter. I probably like him, for instance, say... I like him to probably get a decision win here. Um, and this is usually earlier in the week, you know, um, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, if you will. This is before any of those lines come out. So my strategy usually is to check the books early. If I love it, I may lock it in right then and there. Um, generally, though, I, I like the the multiple books to come out and, and have their lines. Cause obviously, um, you know, some books have it better priced than others. If I rely on one book, you know, I may be doing myself, um, not great justice in relying on that one line. Um, I love that, but, but yeah, so I'll look at the two books and then I'll make a decision based on the value. If I, if I think it's good, um, sometimes I'll even just disregard the value because I love the play so much. Um, but, but yeah, it, it's more of me just kind of having an idea of a play in my head before the books open with those prop bets. 
and just uh, keeping an eye on it and, and locking it in potentially. Beautiful. That's wonderful. Um, again, for, for those that don't follow Mustache on Twitter, it's at Mustache underscore MMA. He gives out picks on there early, early in the week. Stuff that he's trying to beat the line on, that he's going to be ahead of the market, and he's done very well. They're my favorite part, almost my favorite part of what you do, is seeing those tweets come out. Like, I have Twitter notifications on for about three people. Three people in all of Twitter that I think their notifications should be on. One of those, Sean, is Mustache MMA. Because those... Tweets, early, market, that's exactly what I like to do. So you've got the Twitter notifications on for me. One in three. Two other people in this universe have that. Oh, man. Love it. <laughs> Appreciate the support there, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, two fights I got to ask you about. Uh, well, there's like three fights I need to ask you about, truthfully. But I'll start with the first one here. And that is... Kai Kara France against Askarov. Big dog here. Kai For is Kai usually yeah, he's usually a like a like a fan favorite, I think, or at least a lot of people like to watch him. They like to support him. He's a plus three hundred dog here. Numbers on BetMGM. Um, what do you think about this fight? How do you see it going? And do you have a play? Any kind of a bet in this fight? Yeah, so no bet here, um, and obviously, you know that kind of uh, foreshadows where I'm leaning, I guess, to the to the huge favorite here. Um, but yeah, I really like Askarov, man. I mean, uh, he's really solid in terms of like being well rounded everywhere, um, especially in his wrestling and grappling. He's one of those like uh, I don't know if he's from Dagestan, but he, he's definitely from Russia. He's one of those like wrestlers to where like once he starts to engage the wrestling, he sticks to you like glue. Like you can't get this dude off you. Mm. He's constantly like fishing for the back, working in the grappling, you know, constantly dumping you back to the ground with his takedowns. Um, and I, I just don't see Kai Car France. I mean, he's more Kai Car France, more of a striker, um, and that's that's had good success for him in the flyweight division so far. Um, but I mean, I don't think his grappling and his wrestling defense is going to be able to hold off Askarov as much. And the fact that Askarov does have pretty good striking in his own right, you know, I, I think Askarov will be um, competitive, make it competitive on the feet. But as soon as this one starts to, you know, go to the wrestling game, grappling game, um, I think Kaikar France is, is going to struggle. Real quick, too, Mustache. Isn't Kai Kara France the guy who knocked Cody like, like out out uh, on that O'Malley card? Uh, yeah, Cody Garbrandt. Yeah, he yeah, knocked him out, he, he knocked he, him out like three times in that fight. <laughs> that's what I mean. He, my man's got some power behind his hands. There, I'm not a big uh, Cody fan, you know, and I know he's coming off like a ton of losses, but that's a pretty big win, no? Like against a, a guy who. I know Cody like has a, a pretty great career. Seems like a it seems like plus three ten. It's a little bit of disrespect, no? Yeah, I mean, maybe not. I, I don't mind a Kai Car France play, but I think if you're gonna play it, 
I think you got to go for the knockout, to be honest. I mean, I could That's see Kyle Parkrance maybe get the decision, but I think it's so slim. Uh, like I said, I just think Askarov is levels above in the wrestling and the grappling game. Once he starts to engage in that, I just think Kaikar France is just going to struggle mightily. Now, this is a fight where That's the fair. line is pretty different all over the place. There's 275s out there at Bet Rivers, one of our partners. Bet MGM is at plus 300. DraftKings is plus 340. So, again, it kind of pays to shop in. Maybe your opinion on it changes if, like, maybe Ricky, who's kind of on the fence. Like, if you if you only had one book and saw 275, you may be less likely to do it. But if you see a 340 out there, maybe you'd say, oh, I think that's in my wheelhouse for the price range I'm willing to pay to, to take a shot on, on Kai. But um, just worth noting because I like looking at the market across the, all the lines. Um, mustache. The next fight I got to ask you about is the Olenek fight. Alexi Olenek, the what do they call him? The the snake, the the uh, constrictor. The boa constrictor. Yeah, because <laughs> he is he is honestly like I don't know. He's like fifty years old, but he is one of my favorite fighters to watch to this day. Because when he actually just like starts wrestling and gets on top of you, and he's just the biggest dude ever, and he just wraps around you, it's unbelievable. Like you think you're watching like, like voodoo or something. It, it is he's unreal what he can do at like 50 years old, and even earlier in his career. But minus 200 on Latifi, plus 170 on Olenek. Do you have anything in this fight? Yeah, um, I actually love a good plus money play here. Um, I'm gonna double check to see if it moved at all. It hasn't, like, most of the week, but I, I do really favor this play. So I threw a unit on Fight Goes the Distance, actually, plus 166. So Interesting. I know it's a heavyweight fight, um, but at the same time, you know, both these guys, obviously Olenek is, like, a big-time uh, finisher. He gets a lot of submission wins, for sure. Um, and Eerily Tifi, on the other hand, he does have some power, but here's the way I see this one playing out like a majority of, of the time. Uh, Latifi is a very good wrestler. Um, he's going to have success in getting takedowns, getting Olenek to the ground. Um, now, we saw Olenek his last time out. Uh, he fought another wrestler in Sergei Spivak. And Spivak was able to get takedowns, and he was able to hold Olenek um, on bottom and, and keep the top control. Now, you may think, um, you know, with this dude having so many submissions on his resume, you know, putting, bringing him to the mat may be not a good idea. But Olenek doesn't really have too many submission attempts from bottom. What he generally does is, like, he will pull guard and he will let you take you down. But he'll eventually look for sweeps to reverse position. Or he'll work his way back up to grab a single leg and then dump you and work his way on top. Um, that's where he gets most of his submissions, when he's on top. But if he's on bottom and he has a, a good wrestler, you know, controlling him, um, he, he tends to, to struggle, if you will. Um, on top of that as well, both these guys are really tough. Olenek, he's been finished a lot in his career, but if, if you watch the tape, I mean, he never goes – he doesn't get knocked out cold. Like, this dude can take punishment, and he can recover, and he can grapple up and, and then, like, drag it to the ground and survive. 
Um, and then Latifi, he just doesn't throw too much volume. So, you know, all those factors um, lean me towards the plus money play. Uh, fight goes the distance. Plus 166. I, I think it's good value. And um, I definitely see this one uh, going the distance more times than not. Do you see a plus 166 still, or is it is that number gone for the most part? Let me double um, check. Well, I, I know the answer. I was just curious if you found it anywhere. From what I'm seeing, the best I see in the market right now is one fifty six, dollar fifty. Yeah, so yeah, I see that on FanDuel now. It it was one sixty six earlier, so we do have a little bit of money coming our way on this. And here's the thing: that's one fifty six on FanDuel because I was shopping this around while you talk because the UFC. This is so important. Like I can't even. It's just unbelievable. DraftKings, you got plus one fifty. Points bet, you have plus one twenty four. Plus 124. BetMGM plus 150. So you've kind of got the whole range covered here. Points bet plus 124. Like, that's not, if you only had points bet, you're just killing it. You're throwing away money at that point. Like, the 150 to the 156, like, okay, that no big deal. Like, it's six cents. I can't, whatever. But 25 cents? You're out of your mind. Um, okay. Sorry, just had to bring that up. But I really like that play. Let me let's go main you, event, Tom. Yeah, let's go main event as we're one. I gotta hear show. what Mustache has to say about this fight because uh, I've been known to a lot of, to lose a lot of money on Dalkus. I'll tell you that <laughs> track record's bad. Yeah, tell us about the fight, Mustache, and tell us what play you have, if any, in this main event fight. Yeah, so we got uh, Curtis Blades going up against Chris Dawkins. So Chris Dawkins, Philly boy. Don't get me wrong. I love me some um, some Dawkins brothers. Uh, but I, I think he's going to struggle in this one. Um, Curtis Blades, he has the best wrestling in the heavyweight division. I mean, he has good wrestling in general. Uh, big, strong guy. Uh, his technique in the wrestling game is very good. And uh, he shoots a lot of takedowns and is successful in getting it to the ground. Um we haven't seen Chris Dawkins be tested in the wrestling game so far in his career. So it'll be interesting to see how he reacts to the wrestling, how his takedown defense is. Because obviously what he's going to want to do, his best chance to win this is, is to keep it on the feet. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I just don't know about Dawkins. Um, you know, a lot of his fights as well. Um, They've mainly been finishes in the first round. I believe he has a couple in the second, maybe early in the second. Um, but, you know, he hasn't gone a whole lot of um, fights where he, he goes the distance. Um, so cardio is also a question mark. You know, is he going to be able to to wrestle? And he's going to get taken down by Blades. You know, he may be able to stuff some, but eventually Blades is going to get into the ground. Um, and how is he going to react in terms of cardio perspective of maybe being dumped over and over again? You know, is he going to be able to work his way up to his feet? Is he going to be able to limit the damage? Curtis Blades is a very good ground and pound. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I know Curtis Blades is a huge uh, favorite here, but I, I, I agree with the line. I mean, I think Dawkins really his only chance here is um, – a puncher's chance, if you will, to um, to get him out of there early. Um, 
But I, I do have a play, and it's a, a little chalky, but I, I do like it. Um, I have uh, a unit on Blades Moneyline and over 1.5, minus 150 on DraftKings. It's one of those little uh, fight parlays, if you will. Um, I like Curtis Blades here to probably get a late finish. That's what I kind of uh, favor. Again, I think Dawkins is going to get taken down. Uh, he hasn't faced this type of an elite wrestler before. I think Blaze is eventually going to tire him out with the wrestling, and he's going to get on top and get a ground-and-pound finish in the later rounds. I think Dawkins will be able to survive at first. He is a BJJ black belt. Um, so, you know, I think he'll be able to limit the damage early when he's not as tired. Um, not let Curtis Blades get into, um, you know, very um, advantageous positions. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't like that cardio. Dawkus Blades is good cardio. He's good wrestling. He's going to mix that in a lot, and he's going to have success in my mind. That is wonderful. Perfect picture-perfect breakdown of the fight. And, hey, look, you don't have to bet every main event that comes along. Uh, Sean at mustache M- underscore MMA. It's at mustache underscore MMA on Twitter. It's a great follow. And then uh, on the YouTube channel, I think your best bets and parlay plays are posted. They'll be posted on Steady Picks, uh, the podcast network, later today. Um, but, Sean, thank you so much for getting up early here, taking some time to break down a few fights with us. Uh, your full card will be posted on the site. And, of course, the best bets will be posted as well, so you can listen to 45 minutes of it. Yeah, no problem, boys. I appreciate you uh, having me on, like always. Oh, happy to. Happy to. A great Friday guest. I absolutely love it. Steady pitch. Talk me off the darkest bet. I'm not (laughs) not throwing it in. Talk you off the ledge. (laughs) Yep. Appreciate it. Steady Picks Radio, Wake Up and Wager. Thank you so much this week for all your support on YouTube and everything else we've got going on. Greatly appreciate it. We'll be back on Monday. Enjoy the March Madness games this weekend. We'll be back to break them all down. Wake up and wager. Good luck today. But you can't